Plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. And you're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. First off, before we let you know what we want to talk about on the programme, we want to give a shout-out to a couple of our show sponsors, and the first one being the Snailbox Bar and Restaurant at Kilmoon Cross between Ashburn and Slane. Uh, you can't miss it. There's signposts for it uh, on the main N2 road. It is a family-run restaurant with fantastic views over County Louth, Meath and Dublin and it is my favourite restaurant in the world. The menu is to die for. Their steaks are unreal. Their stew for the winter months is fantastic and the desserts, oh the desserts are to die for. Um, And on top of that they are in the process of setting a world record for the largest amount of baseball caps on public display. If you happen to have a baseball cap at home, if you're going on holidays, bring one back, uh, because the more unique, the better. I've brought uh, Philip and the gang um, baseball caps from all over the world. Every time we go away, we get them some. So uh, you pop in with your baseball cap, and they will give you a snail box baseball cap in return. So you're not without a baseball cap. So please do pop along to the snail box bar and restaurant at uh, Kilmoon Cross between Ashburn and Slane on the main N2. And I, I noticed Jeremy, you're looking through the uh, the dessert or the, the menu online. Well, just the dessert part. That's the only part I ever look at on the menu in a restaurant. I judge a restaurant by its dessert menu. There's a huge dessert menu. Yeah, on there dessert. is. I mean, look, 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 look. Look at that one it's there. Like Kennedy, Oreo yeah. ice cream delight. Like Kennedy getting all excited there. No, Raspberry no. ice cream. Oh, this is. I have my eye on the chocolate fudge cake. Yeah, it's beautiful. Is it? Anyway, uh, the Snailbox Bar and Restaurant at Kilmoon Cross on the N2. And we also want to give a shout out to our other show sponsor, and that is Recruit.ie. Yes, are you thinking of changing jobs? Perhaps you're looking for a fresh start or a new path or better opportunities? Well, as our friends at Recruit.ie, they are passionate about connecting companies with skilled talent. The skilled talent being you, ladies and gentlemen. They cater for all industries and organise regular virtual recruitment and tech career expos. So if you want to find your dream job today, not tomorrow, don't never put it off till tomorrow, today, visit recruit.ie. That's recruit.ie. And uh, Recruit.ie are going to be launching a a new app very shortly, and we will give you all of the details of that as soon as it is launched. So please check out their website, Recruit.ie. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, today's topic is an emotive one. It's sure to get tempers rising, but anything to do with the welfare of children is always a passionate discussion. This is about a two-year-old child from a flats complex on Dublin's uh, south inner city in the Dolphins Barn area uh, that is in the care of an addict mother strung out on heroin. Now, this is not uncommon, unfortunately, in Ireland. And while the likes of uh, Tusla has the power to uh, take uh, children away from drug addicts into care, it doesn't happen uh, enough. So we want to bring up uh, this story. Nicola witnessed literally a few hours ago on the Lewis Red Line, and she contacted us immediately. Uh, she actually sent us a message through our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Adrian K and Jeremy D. Anyway, have a listen to this. Uh, This should be a topic on your podcast. I was just on the Lewis going to Smithfield. There was a mother sitting beside me with her child who was about two. Uh, The mother clearly strung out, uh, a junkie strung out to her eyeballs. Uh, Didn't know where she was. The child was screaming and the mother was too out of it to care. When she got off, another passenger told me she's from Dolphin Flats and is always strung out on heroin. Can children of junkies not be given to foster parents? I'm effing sick of what, after what I have uh, just seen. And that is from a lady called um, Nicola. So there she is. She's on the red, the red line, Lewis, and she sees this uh, child in the care of a drug-addicted uh, mother, and she is... Horrified. You've witnessed this sort of thing yourself oh, before, yeah. haven't you? Um, you know where I've seen it actually down. Uh, you know when you walk post, post, past Bulsaris, walking down towards the Three Arena. What's that big building? It's an old like building, government building on the left. Buses pull up outside it, and the steps going up. It's a big granite building. 
If you're walking down the keys, yeah? Yeah. Before you come to the big pirate ship, it's on the left there. Uh, it's a the, custom the, house. The customs house, the yeah. customs house, that's what it's called. Um, bringing the kids a couple of weeks ago down to the pirate ship, and we were walking by the customs house, and it was a Sunday afternoon, uh, about one o'clock, and there was about, I'd say, 10, 10 to 15 junkies um, there. Some of them were shooting up, not all of them, but they were all hanging out there. And I was disgusted to see there was three buggies there present as well. And I was thinking to myself, being a parent, I'm not on drugs. Yep. I am. My wife isn't a junkie. And we find it near impossible bringing up children. I don't know how a strung out junkie can bring up a child properly. Now, here's the thing. Tusta, obviously, if a child is being neglected and isn't uh, being cared for, Tusta will eventually take that child into care if they're aware of the conditions that the child is living in. Now, I should imagine if this woman is a drug addict, she's on their radar. Uh, She has had social workers she's been dealing with uh, and so on. But she's obviously been able to prove that she is capable of looking after her child even though she's uh, a drug addict. Well, looking at the ones that I saw outside the custom house last week, they couldn't look after a goldfish. And that's not me being harsh. This is me stating facts. They were absolutely out of it. You know, they had the walk, you know, the thriller walk, mm-hmm. like Michael Jackson movie. Um, how in God's name can can someone who is um, on heroin look after a child? Well, no, that's, no, 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 I'm, 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 I'm asking you the question. Okay, I, I've, I've never been on heroin. I don't know. I know that there are, for example, uh, what, we, what you would call a functioning drug addict. Um, I have known, in fact, we've spoken to a heroin addict who held down a full-time job. So there are some people who are functioning drug addicts, just like you have functioning alcoholics. You could be working with an alcoholic and you don't even realize it because they're uh, able to work around their addiction. The point I'm trying to make is that you could, uh, in some circumstances, be able to be a drug addict and a uh, a mother. In some circumstances. No circumstances. Absolutely bollocks, to be honest with you. Uh, There are lots and lots of parents out there who would happily, happily be foster parents to a child. Um, I, I just don't understand. Because I'm telling you, Adrian, you'd be singing a different tune. Say, for, Let's take for argument's sake that child and the mother that were on the red line lose uh, today. Supposing that mother was so out of it, yeah? Supposing she was so out of it that she accidentally pushed the buggy with that child out onto traffic. That could happen anyway. That could happen to anybody. <sighs> Really? Yeah, really. It oh. absolutely could. Oh. Anyway, the point, no, I, look, I'm not saying that um, a, a, a drug addict definitely can look after a child, but what well, I'm saying is nice they are some, some drug addicts are functional addicts. They can actually live a relatively uh, normal life. Okay, let me go back to, to what he said in his message, because I don't think you were paying uh, attention to it, to the part Sitting where... beside me with her uh, yeah. child, who was about uh, to... The mother was clearly a junkie, strung out to her eyeballs. Strung out to her said. eyeballs. So uh, um, let's talk about this uh, particular woman. Is that child being given the best upbringing and start in life as No, no, absolutely not. Okay, no. That's all I wanted to say to you. Uh, let me go to Mary. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Mary. Hi, how are you keeping? Uh, good, thank you, Mary. Sadly, this is something we see all too often. Drug addicts yeah. with uh, children. What did you want to say on this? Um, well, first of all, I just want to uh, make a point. Uh, I'm not going to be kind of here to be shouted at, and I'm not... I'm not condoning any parent taking drugs and looking after children, okay? Okay, so, so who's, 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 who's going to shout, shout at no, you? No, no, I'm just, well, we'll wait and see. We have to go back to the basics of these people. We have to stop dehumanising that young lady, for example, as just a drug addict. This, this is one of our members of our community, and this person has obviously gone through something that has got them here. Uh, 90% of the time, the addiction is just, it's not, it's its actually just a display of some of the damage that's done. Do you understand? No, meaning what? Meaning that meaning they're, they're, a lot that of these they're, people uh, are psychologically uh, damaged from a very young age. Um, and, and is it that then, psychological damage, in your opinion, that leads to drug addiction, or is it the drug addiction well, that leads to the psychological damage? The drug addiction is only one of the problems of that poor person's life. And I know that I'm going to, you know, people have got their opinions and everything, but we have to stop being on this high horse, looking down and thinking, 
look at the state of that one. Look at the state of this one. This is a community and it's a life, psychological, social thing. We have to help these people. These people need help. They don't need our... Uh, ourselves condemning them and saying take their children away and ABC. No, okay, all right. Uh, uh, when history. it comes when it comes to individual uh, drug addicts with no children around, um, you're 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 right. In fact, I spoke to um, a former drug addict the other day uh, about begging on the streets and all of that, and he was saying to me. Uh, exactly what you've just said, that we need to treat drug addicts like human beings, not pieces yeah. of dirt on the street. And I, uh, I agree with that and I accept that. However, the difference here is a young, innocent child is in the yeah. care of a drug addict. So that's what this 100%. conversation is. Yes, 100%. And, that, and that's where people start getting annoyed. Yes, and that's where people are getting annoyed, but no one is actually willing to do anything about it. Meaning what? Um, meaning she had the opportunity to ring the guards. The guards then would report that to Tusa and highlight it. it do you it, understand? It, so, okay, so, so, okay, hang on. If she hang rang on. the guards and said... I've just seen, seen a drug lady. addict. I've just seen a drug addict with a child. I've seen an adult incoherent with a child. Uh, the the gu- guards have a duty of care because it's a minor. Yeah. To recommend her to Tusa. Okay, yeah. now... Uh, That's this not going to happen. By the way, you ring the guards. If your house was broken into today and you rang the guards, they, you'd be lucky if they arrived by Sunday. Um, it's so, different for minors. It's a different law. Does, I yeah, guarantee they, 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 may, they may be more inclined to act a lot okay, quicker. That, that woman would have been on that Lewis for probably 10 minutes. I think he got on at, I think he got on at Smithfield, didn't he? And she was, they were only going as far as bus service. There's no way the guards were going to chase down the tracks after a Lewis in squad cars. Well, it's very because, easy because they have cameras. Because if you had antisocial behaviour... And they wanted to track someone. It's very easy to track someone. But surely, if the guards cameras want... all over Dublin, I know, but if you're the... saying that it's not, they're not that worried about the child. Well, no. What I'm, what I'm saying is, if the guards wanted to take children off junkie parents, all they would have to do is go down to the custom house. But see, there you are. There, take pay, take children off junkie parents. Yeah. See, there. Why are you? You're labelling these people as junkies. Well, they are junkies. I've just, I've... That's not no. That's well, not fair. That, well, that, you're, well, just, you're, you're right. You're dehumanising. You're an educated man like you should have better words. You're dehumanising someone's child. You're dehumanising someone that could be related to you one day. You don't know. People have gone through such bad stuff in their life. So hang on, we don't. We and no one seems oh, to care or have a heart anymore. The likes of you are you're great at sitting on your high horse. Well, no, you need to come down. No, no, you need to come down a level because one day this could be your family member. It won't be. No family this members could, of mine will be junkies. No, there sorry. you go. But they might have mental health problems one day, and they could be. Why? On the why does mental health they get blamed on everything? Because no. no, no, no. Hold on a minute. Do you know why? There's actual fact and statistics to prove. 99% of people that are homeless suffer with mental health problems. Mental health problems Sorry, this woman, this woman isn't homeless. This woman isn't homeless. She lives in Dolphin House. She's not homeless. Or Dolphin's it's barn. with drugs. Anyone that seeks out drugs. Hard, hard drugs. Okay, let's will just... have had scarring, scarring... Of the brain. If you see if someone's in front of you, all I'm hearing is an excuse. Okay, I want to. Mary, I want to ask you. You can handle it that one day that could be a family member of yours. Maybe that girl has a really good family. Okay, maybe she has a good family and they're devastated. Okay, I want to ask you a question. Okay, Mary, I uh, I can clearly hear. Frustrating. So upsetting. Okay, I want to bring this conversation back to. The child, the child in the care of a drug addicted parent who, yes. according to our listener, uh, was strung out of her eyeballs. No, no, sorry, yes. Mar- Mary's so we're back to society. Hang on, Mary we're is more worried. Back to society, no, you're more on your high horse no, without no, ringing the guards. You're and more worried. Five minutes and following oh. her you, and saying she's going this direction, guard. You are more worried. I'm, you're more worried about the the word junkie. By the way, word a word is a no, word. No, a word no, is a word. No, you're you're and look up your dictionary. No, you're more worried, by the way. You, yeah, well, by the way, you find the word junkie in the dictionary. The no, word junkie is in the dictionary. I'm, a normal no. person wouldn't get on a bus or a, a, a Lewis or whatever out of their head on drugs. No, you are more worried. You are more worried about labels. Okay, hang like on, hang your on. family members would never do that, We they? are going around the houses because here. Because they I don't want... have any problems. No. Okay, Nick, I want to... suffered what society has thrown out to them. Okay. And it is society. Where are the guards? Where are the social workers? Why are they not helping? Why are they not putting more money into these areas? More uh, 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 access to places where they can get the proper help. 
Do you know what I mean? Okay, so I want to ask you. So, 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 so this lady, the hang on. Services? Okay, hang Where's on. all the Mary, therapies? Mary, there is help there, by the way. Uh, and people suggesting no. that there is no help for drug addicts is absolute bull. There is help there. You have to want the help, though. That's part of the problem I'm not just saying here. for drug addicts. I'm not just saying for drug addicts. I'm saying for communities. Where is all the money going that they're not putting it into communities? Okay, I, 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 okay Mary, Mary, I need to bring this conversation back like to... Like that baby, to catch that baby now instead of catching him at 8, 9, 10, okay. or like Jeremy says, when he's a junkie. Okay, so this woman, uh, Nicholas, the woman who contacted us, should have called the Gardaí. Uh, that's what I'm you're saying. I'm not saying, look, that's like saying you, you have to go and give... Uh, um, someone um, life-saving treatment. I'm not saying the woman is wrong for not ringing the guards. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, as a community, where are the guards? Where is the camera? Why can't they follow her? It does. It's not just up to her. Okay, do you believe thing. that a child should be in the care of a drug-addicted mother? No, I'm not 100%. saying I'm okay. not. Grant. I'm not. Okay, so we're agreed no. on something then. No, I, 100%. I do not agree with that. Who's to know that girl could be going back to a lovely family uh, and the mother no. crying at the door? We don't know. She's not going back to a lovely family. She was going How do you know now? Because, you're psychic as well. No, because, as because Mary... You know everything, don't because you? Mary... You're so judgmental. Okay, let, let me speak, it's Mary. It's a donkey you're on, Jesus not Christ. a horse. Mary. So climb down. Because anybody, any decent family would not let a strung-out mother out the door oh, in no, the care stop. of a... Sorry, hang Okay, Mary, would you let me mind your child if I was drugged up to my eyeballs now? I wouldn't now? let you take care of my dog even if you were sober. There you go. Thank you. Mary, stay there for no, one second. What no. I'm saying is, in all fairness, who's to know that that girl didn't walk out of the house perfectly normal in the morning? From her, maybe, you know, her in front of parents or aunts or cousin or sister or something, and comes back like that. You cannot physically stop an adult. Do you know what I mean? Alan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Alan? How's it going, Adrian? All right, can yeah, you hear g- me? Good, thanks, Alan. What did you want to say on this? Um, well, I have first-hand uh, experience with this because I used to live next door to two junks. Okay. Um, and they used to they used to kill. Now when, I, when I say they used to kill each other, they used to tear ribs out each other at night time. There were two kids in the house as well. Um, and like we'd be living next door and where it was, our bedroom was downstairs. So we could hear everything that was going on. Um, but there was one night, like this was going on for ages. Um, there was a new fella that she had moved into the house. Um, they were really each other a few months, but they were killing each other for months anyway. But uh, at one, there was one night, um, it got particularly bad. Uh, he threw her down the stairs and fractured her collarbone and into a into a table at the end of the stairs. So she picked up this uh, glass or whatever it was anyway and cut, him, cut his neck, like stuck it in his neck. And I could hear the kids screaming, I'll never forget it. I could hear the kids screaming through the wall, like, don't don't hit mammy and, you know, don't don't push her, don't. And there was uproar. So we rang the guards anyway, and the guards were up anyway. There was loads of trouble, blah, 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 over But you could hear the kids, you know, kind of shouting, you know, up previous to that. So I said to the wife one day, I said, look, what are we going to do here? And like, I kind of feel really bad for the kids. You know, when there's kids involved, you have to, everything else goes out the window. It's like, you have to look after the kids. So I was thinking of reporting, because you were on the RAS scheme. I was thinking of reporting them to the, to the council and saying exactly what was going on. So I thought about it for a week. I rang up the council and I said, look, this is the story. They were dealing out of the house as well. Um, they were dealing out of the house. I can hear the kids screaming at night trying through the house. She stabbed him in the neck. He threw her down the stairs. I said, there's no drawer in the house. It's just, it's just a nightmare. And he said, okay, well, what we'll do is we'll give you the uh, number for Tusla. Put in a, uh, a request to Tusla as well so they can keep an eye on the situation as well just to cover the case. So I said, all right, Grant. I rang up Tusla and I said, look, don't say that I'm living next door to them. Say that I'm living up the road or something like that. Um, I've seen them dealing. I, they're killing each other. She, she stabbed him in the neck. There's murder going on. The kids are screaming at the top of their voice. And said, you need to kind of get out here and watch this. What's going on? Though. So we went on anyway for ages. I put the phone call in. Uh, they just continued killing each other, you know, for weeks. And then after that, and then I'll never forget, I was standing in the kitchen Monday after work, and my wife got a text message on her phone uh, saying that uh, the kids uh, are being taken off me and it's all fucking Alex Bob. And I was like, oh shit, now what do we do? Like, where they had gone into Tusla and got under some Freedom of Information Act or something like that. Found they out who it was who, who contacted Tusla? Yeah, they got a copy of the phone call 
that I had rang in and they knew it was me straight away though. And when I say the shit hit the fan after that, it was just an absolute nightmare living next door to them. Because they were like, you know, out of their faces all night long, they were sleeping until five or six o'clock in the day. They'd wake up at night time and they'd literally bang on the walls with hammers all through the night. They'd wake up the kids, they'd be out screaming what I was, what I wasn't. I was sleeping with men, women everywhere, all over the town. And they were screaming this and top their voice out in the estate. Like, so we were like, oh, Jesus, what? Like, how are we going like, to get out of this? You know, no, we, we were touched, we were ringing the guards constantly. So, my long story short, uh, the the, the council got in touch uh, with them and said, look, you need to kind of knock this on the head. But like, they were out of their face. They didn't, they didn't know. Like, there was one night, they, it was so bad. Now, my kids were upstairs at the back of the house, so they didn't hear the blood. But it was that level that they actually woke up the kids one night banging on the walls. And the little lad came down to me and he said, look, Dad, what's all the banging? Like, I said, look, go back to sleep. It's just, uh, you know, uh, next door, they're after getting a, a, a wardrobe right here. And there's no screw, there's no screwdriver, so they're just oh banging the nails in with a hammer. Even with a hammer. And he was like, ha, your dad didn't ever be able to bang screws in with a hammer. Like, you know, like, anyway, that's a witness and he didn't know what was going on. But the, uh, the council actually got to the landlord and they needed six months. Uh, they had to have so many complaints. Now, this was constantly, like, I was put up this for a month. So and, uh, let me ask you a question. I mean, that sounds horrific. Um, uh, let me ask you a question then. Um, uh, uh, firstly, are you sorry that you ever reported them? No, I'm, no, I'm definitely not sorry. No, because, okay, you're not sorry. Like, no, when you heard the kids, like when you hear the kids like screaming like through the walls at night time, I said, no, there's no, I'm glad they were taken off because That's... if not, God only knows what would have happened. No, you did. You did your civic duty there. I have to be honest with you. Um, and I, again, I don't know how there's people that can excuse that sort of behaviour and say that junky parents are actually good parents. Those children, some those, those children are lucky to be alive. Exactly. Like that's the way. I, like. I was so so let me let me ask you then, Alan. Sorry, just after that experience, you yeah. obviously when you saw this conversation today about uh, kids in the care of drug addicted uh, parents, you obviously yeah. believe that uh, drug addicts are not capable parents. Absolutely, 100%. Now, Mary, I want to go back to you for one second. You've just heard uh, Alan's story, and he is yeah. saying absolutely 100% drug yeah. addicts uh, cannot be good parents. And uh, someone that is under the influence of drugs or alcohol is not going to make good decisions as a parent. I 100% agree, totally agree. I um, like commend him for what he did because I was through a similar experience myself. And this is what I'm getting back to. The society, the governing bodies that we're paying into, that we're taking advice from all the time, are not stepping up and helping from zero, from the minute they get pregnant, from the minute they get the house, including the council, including Tuesday, including the guards. Their job is not done. It's not. They're not doing their job. And they're certainly not uh, helping that gentleman that was living beside them. And I went through it myself. Well, I am not well, saying every that, any person... Sorry, every time that I rang the guards... You you go, go, go on, Alan. Answer. Sorry, every time yeah, you run the guards. Sorry. Every time. Nuisance, you? you feel they're a nuisance. Every time, every single night. Now, this was happening on a nightly basis. So I was ringing the guards seven nights a week. Like, I'm sure the guards were pissed off at me. But they yeah. always came up. They were always, they always came up and they were like, they went in, knocked on the door. But for half the time, they just, like, they just tell the guards to get the fuck out. Like, yeah. you know, I'll tell you, right, there was, there was one night, right? Now, honestly, God, this, this happened, right? They had two dogs next door, right? And the guards, anyway, knocked on the, opened up the gate, knocked on the door anyway, and uh, he went in. And one of the guards left the front door open, and the gate was open as well. The two dogs ran out. And you want that screaming at the guards to go out and get the fucking dogs. You're out to let me dogs out. Go get... And the two, the two guards ran around the road outside trying to get the dogs. Like, I mean, you couldn't make it up. You couldn't make it up. Oh my God! Yeah. Okay, so uh, Alan, you believe that? Uh, say, say, for example, what uh, the lady saw on the loose. Should she, in your opinion, have called the guards? Should she have gotten involved and called the guards? I would have. Yeah, you yeah. would have. Okay, I would have because uh, God only knows. Like, I mean, what, or like, if she was in that state, like when she was on the loose, she could have had more gear or whatever it was when she went home. She could have been out, out of her box. Like, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, she, so, 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 so uh, rather than writing to us. And we appreciate her writing to us because we're debating this, but she should have contacted the Gardaí today. Yeah, well, I would have wrote it to you, and I would have, uh, but I definitely would have contacted the Gardaí mm. just to say, look, you might, you might want to keep an eye on it because she's out of her head here, like, you know, when she's got a young child. Have a listen to this from Nicole. The question, though, that I seen um, a woman who was 
obviously on drugs that day. She was falling over on the road and she was holding on to the buggy for stability. And as she was leaning over, the buggy went out and I was coming up the road. So I stopped and pulled in, rang the guards because obviously, God forbid, that child went out on the road. Um, sat, sat in behind, like where I parked, sat in behind. I was able to view the child, whatever, and rang the guards. Guards said, yeah, we'll send a patrol, up, a patrol car up now. Guards never arrived. Rang back 20 minutes later. Guards never arrived. I sat there for an hour and a half watching this child, hoping, making, like just hoping to God the child didn't go out on the road. Sat there for an hour and a half. No guards arrived. Rang that guard station the next day. Tried to follow up on it. Said, does anything happen? Um, guards didn't know anything that I was talking about. And I sat there an hour and a half and waited until that woman got on the bus with a child. And I think, by looks of it, that woman was, I think it was her grandchild. And she met her daughter on the bus and they went off. But I sat there for an hour and a half, just hope, praying to God the buggy didn't go all the way onto the road, um, and no guards arrived. So I know we all, we can all say let's ring the guards, but sometimes they don't they don't come. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast, the only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, Jess, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jess? You're uh, angry with what you're listening to. Why? This whole crowd is dehumanising them. Like, cop on. They're literally keeping the children in a toxic environment. Okay, but we were talking with Mary. We were talking with Mary, and Mary gets annoyed, as as a lot of people do, for uh, referring to drug addicts as junkies, for. and that dehumanises them. That puts them on a different level to the rest of society by calling them names like that. Isn't she right, though? Well, no, because if they if they decide to be selfish and put the needle or whatever it is into them, that's their choice. They shouldn't be dragging an innocent child into that cycle. Now, mind you, Mary, you do agree that uh, most drug-addicted parents uh, are not fit parents. No, obviously... Um someone that is making a decision to take a drug that's going to leave them out of it is not a good parent. I'm not saying anyone is a good parent for taking drugs. What I'm saying is we have to we have to have a little bit of a heart for people and try and understand and maybe start working towards helping people and talking to our TDs. Can we put money into certain things? Can the guards have Why a better Why can't they have a heart for children? Can, they, can Tulsa have a better um, uh, system that we have enough social workers? Why is it so hard to get into these jobs? Do you know what I mean? I'm talking about going back to the society. I'm not blaming you for your opinion or this one or that one. What I'm saying is let's go back to the real people that has uh, the problem is. This person, I can guarantee you, was left in a home, probably through social care and probably has been in many foster cares and is then thought she met the love of her life when she got 18, 19, having a child. And this is what society is throwing back at us. You can't just throw things under there. You can't ro- throw things under a mat and not expect it all to come back. Okay, so, so Jess, really what this lady is saying is we need to treat drug addicts like human beings, not pieces of dirt. That's basically it. I'm talking about every human. Uh, yeah, sorry, no, I understand that. I understand that. Drug addicts. Every human well, is going at- through a hard time. Not every single person in the world is a bad person. There is good people that have gone through really bad shit that no one really gives a shit about. But if you go back to the start, I guarantee you that child, she was probably in foster care and was thrown out at 18 and get putting in a one bed or a bed sit and got pregnant, had a child and now she's on drugs. She's blocking out something because you and I wouldn't go and do that. We wouldn't bring our child down to a little was drunk or out of her head on drugs. No, no. She really cared about her child to get off the drugs. That's the thing. She doesn't care about herself. She doesn't care about herself, so how can she care about her child? She doesn't have them less. Because it's the your kids. child. It, you and I probably have had good parents, or like Jeremy, perfect parents. No, I never said I, 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 I knew. God, perfect life. I never said Some I was a perfect parent. Never said. Well, Some people have not had that. Everybody, everybody gets that. the everybody gets the same start in life. Like I'm sick no, of no, no, yes, no, no. That's do. not true. No, yes, that is, they Jeremy, do. that is not true. Yes, it is not true. Okay, well, You're sorry, no, 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 I'm actually wrong. Children have never been hugged. Some children have never had Christmas. Sorry. Some children have okay. never had anything. No, you're actually right because the, the child of that junkie mother is not getting the best start in life. And that's well, all. Maybe that, maybe that mother was someone's child as well that you were sitting judging one day. 
Maybe that's why she is the way she is, because society turned her back so on you, her mother. But sure, and I, now they're turning back on her. I hate and now this. Her Mary, can I, just, can I just say, because I'm weary with... I hate that expression, there's some mother's child, because that... Would you say that attitude towards a murderer? Is a murderer some... Is, is Joe O'Reilly some, some mother's child? Well, obviously he is. But you wouldn't say that about... Is, was Jimmy Savile some mother's child? Obviously he was. Was Hitler some mother's child? Clearly. Well, maybe she was a victim of the likes of uh, Jimmy Savile. Maybe she was a victim of child trafficking. Maybe she was a victim of something that society has ignored. Or going back to the guards. And maybe that's the reason not when it came to COVID. Because in that cycle, guards they listened to the rules from the the, from the government. But yet, with things like this, there's policy and procedure, and none of you read it. Okay. Or. Maybe that mother is just a selfish woman who took drugs because she 100%. wanted to keep in with her friends and do what she thought was a cool thing to do. Well, she's hardly cool now sitting on the thing Absolutely on her own, she? she's not. Yeah, absolutely Come on. she's not. Come on, no, I'm Come saying on. I, I'm saying there there isn't always an underlying reason that somebody takes drugs. You're 100%. Excu- I know that. I'm not saying that. But you seem to be well, excusing. You, you seem maybe to be excusing. I'm not excusing, but maybe she has a family member that doesn't agree with that. Maybe she has someone that is trying their best to stop her doing that. Maybe there's someone that has rang people and they're not helping. Maybe the guards are being called and they're not coming. That's my point. We got this message uh, in a moment ago and it says, a cousin of mine has raised two beautiful children in the 90s as a junkie. She did a wonderful job. However, I have a niece at the moment who is under investigation from Tusla. She's an alcoholic and is a terrible mother. She drives with her children in the car. She hits the kids. She verbally abused the kids. Tusla should look at the care of the children full stop in that it shouldn't matter whether they're drug addicts, um, alcohol. So, <clears throat> sorry, that story shows on the one hand, alcoholics not able to raise a child, on the other hand, a drug addict that was able to uh, raise a child. Let me bring in some of your uh, WhatsApp voice notes. This is Keith. Any kid that's put in danger should be taken out of danger. So, yeah, if the child is in danger from someone who's an addict or in any way an alcoholic on that way, shouldn't even be fucking questioned. They should be just taken so that you'd be given a fair chance of growing up and having a bit of a decent life. But in no circumstances should a child be left in any danger. All right, thanks very much indeed, Keith. And uh, Leslie sent us this message. A girl recently gave birth to a baby girl addicted to heroin. The poor baby had to be detoxed from heroin. She left the child in the hospital and left her two sons, 11 and 15, at home by themselves with no ESB. The 15-year-old was going to the chipper to charge his phone and get bottles of water. She also has him strung out in heroin. He was walking the streets looking for a parrot with his trousers and his boxes around his knees. The mother showed up. She got her baby out of hospital, went back to her two sons. I've seen the guards and told her banging on the door and she just doesn't answer. I don't know how she got the care of these three children and I don't know how the hospital gave her the care of the new baby. There isn't enough being done. My God, that's a shocking story, uh, Leslie. Thanks very much indeed for uh, sharing, sharing it with us. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. We're in the middle of a conversation all to do with uh, what was witnessed on the Lewis earlier on today by a lady called uh, Nicola, a drug addict um, who was caring for a two-year-old child and the drug addict was absolutely out of it. Michael, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Michael? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Uh, Good, thanks, Michael. What did you want to say on this? Uh, To be honest with you, I think it's uh, unfair. Like, I think that the... The child should be given to the family members to look after, and surely the girl is not capable of looking after the child herself. Is you know, with the state that she's in. I would have I thought, though, if there are family members available to help, they would be helping, and that this uh, young woman wouldn't have been in control of a child today. Yeah, I understand, but I'm sure there's some family member, a relative that can. She's just gone on every day, and can you know, take the child in before Tulsa, our social services take the child away from her. But you're not listening to what I'm saying. If there was such a relative in the picture, that relative surely would have that child already. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, you're right there, yeah. 
But I think I think the girl needs help if she's been on the Lewis. Obviously, okay. Obviously, the girl needs help. But can you understand why uh, our listener got in contact with us, horrified by what she witnessed, horrified to see uh, a young child in the care of a drug addict who was absolutely out of uh, her head? Can you understand why that is yeah, very I, upsetting for somebody to witness? Yeah, I do understand, and I completely agree with the girl on that. But what I do think is that. The child should have been looked after by someone. Okay, but the child wasn't looked after by someone, uh, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. The child was in the care of this drug addict. That's the problem. And I know what you're saying, the family members, but the family members clearly haven't taken the child. Yeah, yeah, so, to be honest with you... Sorry, Michael, for cutting across. If this was my sister, if my sister was was a strung-out junkie, yeah? Yeah. And she had a two-year-old baby, and I was aware that she was was doing heroin while minding her baby, I would be on to Tusla so quick your head would spin. I would not sit by... And, you um, wouldn't take the child yourself, no? Well, I'd take the child myself, but if I couldn't take the child myself, I would contact the authority. So people know uh, people know who this woman is, first of all. Uh, they know that she's uh, strung out on drugs. They know that she has a child in her care. But nobody has the balls to pick up the phone and phone to Slat and say, this child needs to be taken into care. Yes, if God forbid something happened with that baby. I mean, you heard the story a couple of minutes ago. And in fact, Adrian, I want you to play that message again before the end of this show, just to reiterate the importance of this. If that child, that baby, that two-year-old baby, wandered out onto the road uh, in, a, in, a, in a diaper uh, on his own or on her own today and got knocked down, we'd be all saying, why wasn't something done? Why didn't somebody intervene? Absolutely, I agree. So, Michael, let yeah, me... I agree with you there, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you there. Okay, so you're saying that in an ideal world, families should take uh, these children and look after them. Uh, um, the reality of it is a lot of people who are uh, in this situation of being drug addicts possibly have drug addicts in their own family and don't have anybody competent enough to care for the child. Yeah. Steve, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Steve? What's the story, lads? Now, Steve, what did you want to say on this? Uh, I'm getting pretty angry at this, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because um, do you remember a guy that used to work for a radio station by the name of Keith Ward? He'd done a show years ago, years ago, where they were talking about, he was walking through a shopping centre and he seen a young child on their own and he was terrified to go over and help the child or even bring it to security because God knows about these days, you know, they, they just can't do it. So he stood idly by and I rang in, I gave out shit to him. I said, you need to do something about this. And that's what sprung into mind when this emailer sent in an email to you guys today where she basically contacted you instead of contacted the authorities and taking immediate action there and then. She should have rang 999 on that bus because a child was in danger. We have no doubt of that. Say that again? No, sorry, that was a caller on another line. Yeah, go on. Okay, yeah, she should have taken immediate action and she should be ashamed of herself for not doing that. That She would even have to think a second thought and ring in a, a radio station or a podcast and ask for our opinion. Well, here's my opinion, love, if you're listening to me. Be ashamed of yourself. You should have rang 999. You should have stood there and waited for the guards to arrive and demanded that child be taken out of her custody. At least it would have been looked at and then you, the responsibility was out of your hands. Another example of that was Jeremy Dixon when he was driving home and he took a woman into the back of his car who pissed all over his car. Jeremy Dixon done the right thing. It's one of the only times where I'm going, Jeremy, good man you've done the right thing there's very few people in our society left like that anymore there are a bunch of cowards who stand idly by and wait for everybody else to do the hard work and i'm telling you she should be ashamed of herself for not contacting the authorities and uh, contacting us instead yes absolutely do you not think the exact same thing there was a child in danger there's no doubt about that well, maybe she didn't know what to do. Maybe she didn't know what way you're meant to deal with these things. I don't know um, what the circumstances were. And we have written back to this woman. She sent that as an email to us. We have written back to her, um, and she just hasn't come back to us. So, um, But your point is, if you witness something like that, if you see a child who is a um, in the care of a drug addict, you need to take action. You need to ring the Absolutely. authorities. You you see a, a, a child in the care of a drug addict, somebody who's pissed drunk, or somebody who has some sort of... Yeah, by, by the way, a lot of people have seen uh, kids in the care of somebody pissed drunk. We don't all ring, ring the, the police. Yeah, yes, don't. you do. 
People don't. You should do. I've got, every you, time you see, every, every second person I came across on holidays last month was pissed drunk. Uh, it was so, kids. Sorry for cutting across you there because we've just, uh, our team have just sent this on to me. We have been, and again, you don't know about this because obviously it's a, it's a live uh, podcast. Um, okay. We've been contacted by the partner of the addict if that makes sense. So the woman okay. that was the woman that was on the Lewis. How do we know he knows the same person? Does de- yeah. does, well, there's details here. Now, um, does he's, well, put it this way. He's after sending several messages. Some of them are quite threatening. Some of them contain language that we're just not going to play. He sent about 10 messages. But from the what we can ascertain from the message, this is the same person. Now, there was personal details given out on some of the messages, which we obviously can't play. Uh, I don't know if we should play them because I, I don't know what can be well, What's he claiming? Well, he's, give, okay, he's giving out about uh, us talking about this. Um, he's saying that uh, the child that they have together, um, they are, the child is not in danger and is in perfect uh, care. Now, I don't know. Now, let's if, have a listen. Is it these two here? These two messages here? Yeah. Okay, both of them. Both of them. Okay. Well, there's about six of them, but I'm saying they're the ones that don't. Some of the messages, okay, some of the messages have personal details on it about areas and stuff, which I don't want you to play on air, okay. obviously. All right, let's, okay. have, let's have a listen then. Hang on. Uh, that's my message you're talking about. She's well able to look after her daughter. Simon yells for calling her a junkie. And he's about to watch his back. She's a pricks. Okay, this one uh, message. Now, the other one is quite similar. Okay, hang on. Yeah, that's my message you're talking about. She's well able to look after her daughter, right? Shame on you for calling her a junkie. And you better watch his box, you pricks. Right. Now, there's been several of those sent in from... Well, now, I, do, I don't know how he m- would know from the story that we told that she lived in Dolphin Flats um, and she was on the Lewis earlier today. I don't know how he can work out that... It, <clears throat> however, he obviously has a girlfriend who is a drug addict and he's annoyed at us calling her a junkie. Regardless. Say, say it like it is, lads. That's exactly what she is. She's a fucking junkie. Anybody who injects heroin, you know, or taking class A drugs who's addicted on them, they're bloody junkies. And that's, you know, let's not nitpick about that. You know, let's get to the crux of the argument here is why did this woman not call for help? I'm sick and tired of hearing this these days. People standing idly by, you know, videoing car accidents instead of calling for help. You know, they never, they, there's no such thing as a real hero anymore or anybody who's willing to put themselves out there, even put themselves in danger. Just to, I mean, this is protecting... But sorry, rather than, and I'm, I'm, after listening to that a couple of times, rather than him getting his partner help, what, what's he doing? He's after threatening us. You better watch his or backs. Uh, what's yeah, he's clearly a piece of shit. The man's clearly a piece of shit. So what's he going to? What's, sorry, what's he going to do to us? What, what, well, what? I, do, I, I don't know, and I don't even know how he can ascertain that it's his, his girlfriend that we're speaking about. But regardless of whether or not it's his girlfriend uh, we're speaking about, he is the partner of an addict who happens to have a child who was on the loose today. By the way, that person was also on the loose. If you listen to the other message, which I can't play because it has names. Okay. So you understand why I can't play mm-hmm. it? There's names of people, there's areas, so I don't want to play it. Um, well, then there's two addict mothers on the Lewis going to Posaris today with two children that are from Dolphins no. Burn. And there may yeah. well have been. There may well I have been. He's clearly an addict as well. I mean, if people are going to say, well, how so, do you so, know he was so an addict see, the same see, way we all know? I can't allow you to say that, Steve, because we don't know this man. I mean, how can someone sound like an addict? How can you? No, uh, easy. Jesus Christ, that's a really... You know as well as I do. You well, know, no, I can, I, no, no, I, I, <laughs> even though he's just threatened myself and, and Adrian, I can't, I because can't, I can't. He's, ta- he's talking at a snail's pace. No, he's, he wasn't talking. my bleeding messes. That's what that was him. I don't, you don't have to be Einstein to okay, figure anyway, out that this Anyway, it's neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is that this, uh, that there are drug addict parents around there. Um, that man may know that we are talking about her. I don't know how he can, but anyway, he obviously has a girlfriend who is a uh, drug addict parent. Stay there. I want to go to Louise. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Louise. Hi, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Louise. What did you want to say on this? Um, people like this, like 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 what we're talking about today, shouldn't have kids, Adrian. I know. They should, in an ideal world, they wouldn't, but um, it's not an ideal world, and sadly, people, sadly not, they do. It's not an ideal world, Adrian. I didn't say what. But and what I'm saying is, there's people out there that cannot have kids. They, they've been through IVF, you name it, they've done it. 
can't have kids. So why should these people be allowed to keep their kids? In an ideal world, somebody who's addicted to heroin would not be able to have children, but we don't live in an ideal world, and they do have children. That's just the reality of it. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. And, and and it's like, I've seen this myself, Adrian. I was on the bus, um, and that's same my bus a, a good few weeks back, and these two got on, Adrian, and they were out of their face, and the child was sitting in the buggy by himself. These two were asleep, Adrian. The child was sitting in the buggy eating a pack of crisps. And when the child was finished, the child put the food in his mouth and went back to sleep. God knows what could have happened to that child while these two were sleep agents. Mm. Okay, so do you think that um, a drug addict is a capable parent? No. Do, do you they, think? How can they be capable? How can they be? If they're not capable to look after themselves, how are they capable, capable to look after a child? Okay, so do you think that if somebody is an active drug addict, they should have their child or children taken yes. from them and put yes. into care? Yes. Do yes, you think that that the children will be better off in care? Exactly. Yes, they will be better off in in an um, environment where they belong, not 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 in the, uh, these these places where where they're um, addicts. No, the, the child will be put into care and off. Mm. Okay. All right, uh, Louise, thanks very much indeed for uh, your call. Dave sent us uh, this message. Lads, in an ideal world, all these bloody junkies should be sterilised. Let's be honest about it. Okay, but that's never going to happen. That is never going to happen. It does Um, happen in other countries where there are groups... Uh, that are set up that actually pay drug addicts to to be sterilised. So they'll go to a drug addict. Now it's, it's kind of Nazi stuff, isn't it? But they'll go to a drug, drug addict and say, well, if you get your tubes tied, uh, Mrs., we will give you $500 or whatever the case may be. And um, that does happen. But I, I, I think that's morally wrong. Isn't and then it? a message for uh, Steve. I don't know if he's still on the line. I think yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah you are. Um, for Steve, says this message, our family are on to uh, Tusa every other day about my niece and her kids and nothing is being done um all they say to us is she and the kids are under investigation and yeah, this is well, regards to an, al- an alcoholic mother yeah but they can't just they can't just knock on a, on the whim of of a random if a kids. family are telling Tusla that the children yes, are in they, danger but that's well hang on that's ridiculous that's not how Tusla work okay they can't just knock so did, did you hear the message i read out originally that no. um uh, she says that she has a niece who's under investigation she's an alcoholic a terrible mother drives drunk with the children in the car Shocking. hits yeah. the kids, verbally abuses the kids um, and Tusla have done nothing. Okay, what Tusla have to do Okay, but Tusa, Tusa can do... In other words, I could say, Adrian, say, are you... You could say about me, you could ring up Tusa now today, yeah? And say, this fellow Jeremy Dixon has three kids, yeah? And he's strung out on heroin. Tusa can't just arrive on my door the next day and take the kids into care because you could sue the arse off them. So they have to investigate these things. They have to get evidence. That's the key word here. They need evidence. They can't just go knocking on the door of every Tom, Dick and Harry dragging kids off and arresting them. That's not the way it well, happens. Jeremy, 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 do you do understand that, you know, upon Tusa knocking at the door that an inspection has to happen of the home yes. and if an inspection isn't carried out willingly they can ask the police to come down and escort them through the house to have a look to see make sure everything is alright and there's usually clear indications whether there's something awry and now for that woman who said that she's been on to Tussle you know morning, noon and night what I would say to her is get on to Tussle Every hour on yep. the hour, like Sky News, you get in touch with the guards, you get in touch with your local councillors, you get in touch, you, you put it on Facebook that Tusla are, are not helping. You don't give names, clearly, but you just keep on putting it out there until action is taken. You can twist the arms of these people. You can make something happen. What I'm, what I'm more, as I said, concerned about at the start of this show is people who don't take action. Clearly, that woman, whoever sent in that text, is. She's taken action. Well done to her. I'm more surprised at people who don't take action. Like, Jeremy, I'll ask you the question. If you had seen that, what would you have done on the spot? Well, um, you have seen it. I have seen and it. And have you ever called the guards? I No, because the guards are absolutely useless. Jesus. The guards are more likely to come out if your car is not taxed than they are to, to look at. Because... If, if yeah. you, uh, okay, okay the, was, the guards will react if you tell them a okay, child. Okay. Of course they will. Okay, yeah. hopefully the guards are listening to this. So I'm going to tell you now, Gardy. On a Sunday afternoon at around 2 o'clock, generally down by the custom house, there are uh, a group of junkies 
Uh, most of them strung out of their head and they have children in their care. There they go. So you can send a squad car from Pierce Street over to the custom house and do yeah, your job. Yeah, but hold on, Jeremy. Hold on a second. The point of it is, if you, when you saw what you saw, you should have whether the guards are useless or not and you should have waited there until the guards arrived mm. and then it was put over into their yeah, care. Yeah, and, 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 that's, no uh, yeah and that's the main point that you're making, that we need to be proactive if we witness uh, what we think is a child in danger we need to take action. We need to not just sit there, uh, video it, and contact uh, podcasts. That's really Absolutely. your point. All right. 100%. Okay. All right, Steve, thanks very much indeed uh, for your call. Um, that's just about it from us for today on this latest Opinions Matter podcast. Yeah, our friend is still sending us messages about all sorts of threats and stuff like that. Um, can I just tell you, mate, <laughs> myself and Adrian have been threatened more times than I've had hot dinners and... It's like water off a door. Here, let's, let's just have a listen to him again. You ready? We have a listen to him again. Yeah, that's my missus you're talking about. She's well able to look after her daughter, right? Shame on you for calling her a junkie. And you better watch his box, you pricks. Okay. Um, just to wrap up this conversation, because it is a very serious conversation, I want to play the message we got again from Leslie. Have a listen to this. A girl recently gave birth to a baby girl addicted to heroin. The poor baby had to be detoxed from heroin. She left the child in the hospital and left her two sons, 11 and 15, at home by themselves with no ESB. The 15-year-old was going to the chipper to charge his phone and get bottles of water. She also has him strung out in heroin. He was walking the streets looking for a parrot with his trousers and his boxers around his knees. The mother showed up. She got her baby out of hospital, went back to her two sons. I've seen the guards and Tulsa banging on the door and she just doesn't answer. I don't know how she got the care of these three children and I don't know how the hospital gave her the care of the new baby. There isn't enough being done. All right, thank you very much. I mean, that is shocking when you, uh, when you hear stories like that. It really is. Yeah. So the, what I've taken from this conversation today is if you witness anything like this, if you witness a, a child of an addict uh, that you believe isn't being cared for properly, um, do, something about, do something about it. That's basically it. Now, Th- we're off to watch our backs for the weekend. <clears throat> yeah, we are. Thank you for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please hit subscribe or follow and click on the little bell icon on Spotify. You'll be notified then when we upload a new podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.